ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks for free Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM920, The Answer. In this segment, for those of you who are here from the first segment, we got more Tammy. Tammy's going to ask me more questions. Tammy Slay from Frisco, Texas, who is also uh, my significant other at this point. Is that is that, is that that the way we say that? We're going steady at this we point? Is that what we say? Steady. We're going steady at this point. She's got questions for me. We're going to discuss the eviction moratorium. There has been a lot of confusion over when does it end, and we've got some clarification for you. So if you're out there, you're a landlord, you want to know when you could move forward with an eviction process, whether you want to or not. Sometimes you have to. We understand that. We're going to discuss that also for tenants who are worried about being evicted. We've got some good news for you there. Also, I think, Tammy, you're going to ask me something about what plants in the yard, <laughs> what uh, ornamentals in the yard you think are best at helping sell a home. Yes, Is that I true? Am. I am. Well, listen, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. If you have a question for Tammy, you can ask it there as well. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back, which we had a guy named Bill do last week saying, hey, I'm not sure about some of your sources. And you know what? He has a right to feel however he wants to about the sources. And there are sometimes sources that I use where I'm thinking, well, I don't really love that source because it might have a leaning one way or the other sort of politically. Mm -hmm. But the reality is sometimes I've just got to find the articles that I need in order to talk about things I need to talk about on the radio. We can share ideas at gogaddisradio.com. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Without further ado, let's jump into whatever questions you have. I'm going to brace myself. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm sliding, sitting straight up in my seat. I've got my rear end all the way to the back. I'm ready to go. Oh, I won't handle you roughly. Okay, thank you. I'll be gentle. Thank you. All right, but I am going to dig it a little deeper than I did on that first segment. Okay. Those were just surfacey. Those were surfacey. Yeah, yeah. Those were just surfacey questions. All right, so we know you were born in Atlanta. Yes. How, Deca Decatur. Decatur. Mm -hmm. How many years have you actually lived in oh, Atlanta so throughout interesting, your life? Interesting question. So I'm 53 years old, and I've lived in Atlanta for 44 of the 53 years. So I moved away. Uh, from Atlanta in September of 89. Mm -hmm. And I came back to Atlanta for nine months about a year later and then uh, moved away again and came back in December of 99. So I have lived in Atlanta for 44 of my 53 years. That's, that's remarkable. And for anyone who's listening who wants to send me a birthday card, my birthday is June 16th. <laughs> so write that down and you can send it to me next June the 16th. Well, when you send him that, tell him he got a really good gift this this year. Oh, 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 interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> that is true. That is the day you and I decided that we wanted to... Yes, to, uh, to explore whether or not we could have a relationship. Yep. June 16th. June yes, 16th. good day. Good day. All right. Where did you grow up in Atlanta? You were born in Decatur. That's right, Decatur. And then when I was 11 years old, my family moved to Peachtree Corners when there was nothing out there, Tammy. You and I have driven through this area, and there's mm -hmm. all kinds of stuff there, but there was literally nothing out there then. In fact, our friends and neighbors were wondering, why in the world would you move all the way out there? Now it's in the middle of everything. Uh, then I moved away from Atlanta, and then when we came back, my family moved to Johns Creek, just north of Peachtree Corner. So it's Duluth, Peachtree Corners, and Johns Creek are the three places that I've called home in Metro Atlanta. I have worked in the Kennesaw area, in the Sandy Springs area, and the Norcross area, and then now I work in the Johns Creek area. So not that, not that that's a question you asked, but I, I wanted to answer it anyway. <laughs> 
All right. Where did you go to high school? I went to Norcross High School, home of the Blue Devils. Oh, Norcross yeah. High School. But I went to the original Norcross High School that was over at Beaver Ruin and Buford Highway. The new North Norcross High School, I think, is on South Old Peachtree. No, it's on Spalding Drive, I believe it is now. So it's a new, big, nice, beautiful facility. But when I went there, uh, I think the original part of the school was, was constructed in the 1940s <laughs> or 50s. So it was kind of old at the time. If you've just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. I'm joined in the studio by Tammy Slay, who is asking me some questions about my personal life. And I have to admit, I thought it was going to be a little uncomfortable when somebody asked me about my personal life on the radio, but I'm having fun. We're good. Yeah. I am too. Good. Revealing the real Cleve to everybody. Yes. All right. So I do have to ask, because you oh. said Home of the Blue Devils. Yes. Where did that mascot come from? I don't have any idea. All right. That's home of the Blue Devils. Blue yes. Devils. It was a Blue Devil. Had a devil face, had a blue hat on. I'm not even sure where that huh. come from. <laughs> and we were about 500, by the way, in football. So we won half and we lost half, and that right. was just the way it was back when. Norcross has an amazing dynasty of football over the last five to ten years or, or 20 years, however long it's been. It's amazing how often they win. Okay, so as a teenager, as a active teenager yes. in the community, yes. and you played football, Yes. where did you hang out? Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, so if we went to the mall, and sometimes over the weekend we would like to go to the mall, uh, we would have to go to Perimeter Mall. Gwinnett Place Mall had not been built yet. It was built probably when I was um, – 15 maybe and so we'd go to Gwinnett Place Mall once I was uh, 15 and it was built but before that we would go to Perimeter Mall you'd have to have your parents take you down there and drop you off but there was a shopping center and I think it was called it's in it's in between Lilburn and Norcross and I think it was called Green's Corners if you're listening and you used to go to Green's Corners as a teenager you got to reach out to me at gogaddisradio.com we got to connect on that but we go to Green's Corners and they would have a movie theater and they would have places for us to go in and play games and all kinds of stuff so our parents would literally drop us off in a parking lot of a shopping center and we'd stay there two or three hours and they'd come back and pick us up I don't think parents would do that today. <laughs> okay. You hung out at a shopping mall as a teenager. Yes. We had very different teenage years. You did, You weren't allowed to hang out at a shopping mall? I was allowed. To, my mama would have loved for me to hang out at a shopping mall. That is not where I was hanging out, though. Oh. You All were right. hanging out of places you shouldn't have been. <laughs> we're going to have to do a different segment on another show. Tammy, we're going to have to find out where you were hanging out. Sounds to me like you were a bad girl. <laughs> I thought that would be an interesting question in a shopping mall. So that's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we did that was really unusual way back then. We I worked at a sod farm, and so I okay. used to cut sod. I worked on a sod cutter, and so I hung out there a lot. I worked for a company that sprayed and fertilized trees and shrubs, yeah. and I worked at a hardware store. Uh, so I hung out at those places a lot. We'd hang out with friends uh, all the time. But, I mean, gosh, a lot of the places where you can go and do and have fun, they weren't here. They weren't here. <laughs> they were in Dallas, That's apparently. exactly right. They're all in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Everything to have fun. All right, tell me something about the family history of your business. Oh, God, that's a great one. 1987, my mother got into real estate. So if you think about that, we're 34 mm -hmm. years old. The family business is 34 years old. My mother did real estate full-time after she got a divorce from 87. She retired in maybe 2012. Mm -hmm. And so it is a family history, and we still take that very, very seriously. I mean, it, she is the matriarch. Uh, it is her vision. It is, it is her desire to give... Um, really good service to everybody in Metro Atlanta. In fact, it's her desire to make sure that we fully educate every single consumer before they make any decisions that we all carry on today. All right. 
Thank you, Clee. You are so very welcome. Let's jump into our next topic, and maybe you could even <clears throat> discuss this as well, and that is the eviction moratorium. The Centers for Disease Control, and there's a whole school of thought that says the CDC is not authorized to uh, have a moratorium on evictions, but they have during the pandemic, and I would assume the CDC was doing it under their authority of the executive branch of the government. And this was supposed to end on July the 31st. I have read some articles that say 16% of the tenants in America are still behind on their rent. It was as high as 20% in January, but it's 16%. I don't know if that is right. That is from a, a study from a Harvard professor or someone like that. Sorry, I don't have the specific reference here. But that's a big concern that all of a sudden, all of those 16% of all renters might very well be put out of their home through mm -hmm. eviction. The reality is the government has also passed, it's either $43 billion or $47 billion in stimulus funds that are designed to help landlords and tenants that have been negatively affected by the pandemic. Now, supposed to expire on the 31st. Supreme Court says to the president, you can't just unilaterally extend it. The president goes and tries to get Congress to take some action. I have not been able to jump in and really understand what happened. But now it has been po postponed. It has been moved to August the third. So anybody who is a who is worried about foreclosure, I'm mean, excuse me, or eviction, worried about eviction, you've got a reprieve until August the third of this. October. Excuse me, October the third of this year. Thank you very much. Did I say October once and August the next? You said you said October earlier than yes. August. Sorry, yeah. sorry, October third. Yeah. October third. Absolutely. Any questions there? No, I got no questions for you there. You do explain that real good. Wonderful. This segment of the show is brought to you by John Birchfield and Capital City Home Loans. He makes it his mission to guide each home buyer step-by-step step through the entire loan process so they are educated and confident in the mortgage options available and can make the best decisions along the way. You can reach John by calling 678-226-7887. Again, 678 Seven. Real quickly, Tammy, I know you have a question, and I'm just going to answer this because we've only got about a minute and 50 seconds left before the segment is up. But you asked me a question the other day, and that question was, what plants would you plant if you were trying to make the front of your home look better or mm -hmm. make your home have more curb appeal? And let me, I'm, this is my list. This is Cleve Gaddis's list. I would plant, plant some Nandina because I love the red foliage and the berries they have during the winter. They're just gorgeous. But here's some others if you needed to. And remember, you want your plants not to come up above the bottom of the windowsill on the front of the house. You don't want them growing up in front of the windows and things because it makes the house look older. In mm -hmm. fact, my neighbor just cut all of his shrubs back, and his house went backwards in age 20 years. It looks <laughs> brand spanking new. But these are my favorite shrubs, needlepoint hollies, autoleucan laurels, gold mop cypress, and then my favorite all-time plant is what's called a cleara. It looks like a red tip, but it's got a very thick, waxy cuticle. It is absolutely, It looks like somebody shined it, like somebody with a shoe, shoe shine mm -hmm. kit actually shined it up. For As far as annuals, in the summer, I would probably plant lantana out by my mailbox. I would plant the perennial version because they flower a little bit better, and I'd probably plant some begonias because I love that coppery reddish color. And then in the fall for annual flowers, I would plant pansies, cabbage, and mustard, believe it oh. or not. I had a very, very beautiful purple mustard in my yard over the winter this past year, and they were absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. And can your listeners access that list if they would like that list? They could go to gogaddisradio.com, and I'd be happy to send that out to them. Perfect. Go to, go to gogaddisradio.com, click on Contact Us. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, 
forbearance programs are coming to an end. How does that affect you? When getting a pre-approval, should you stick with only one lender? And then Tammy's got another lightning round of questions. Stick with us. We'll be back.